Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Got to tell you, I got to thank every single one of you because the last month has has been absolutely fantastic for me. Yeah, people are wanting to fuck with me. People are wanting to mess with me. I got a lot of big things going on, but I'm looking at the numbers growing, especially with my YouTube channel. And I've talked about this with you people. I, I'm not getting away from the podcast. I'm wanting to do this YouTube channel. I'm wanting to build it up as much as I can. So my schedule, if you haven't heard already, is Monday through Friday. I do my regular podcast, usually try to have it out by 1, 2 o'clock. And then I do a, light, a nightly live stream on my YouTube channel. Now, if you, do, if you do me a favor, like I've already asked enough of you guys, but you could just help me out. Help spread the word about my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, you're going to get alerted to every single time I go live at 7 p.m. Plus, you're also not going to miss any of the uploads that I put up there. Every single show of the Tuttle Daily Podcast is available on YouTube. A lot of people are like, why are you putting it on YouTube? Well, guess what? A lot of people don't understand podcasts. They just don't get it. Like yesterday, I was doing my live stream out there, and there were some O'Killians fishing on the dock. Uh, they looked at me like I was speaking Mandarin Chinese whenever I asked them if they listen to podcasts. So that's why I'm putting it up on YouTube. YouTube, everybody knows how to use YouTube, especially my mom. My mom is 73. She does not understand technology at all, but she knows how to work YouTube, and she goes on there, and she watches, and she just learns baking stuff. So, yes, that's why it's on YouTube. So, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Now, I talked about this last night on my stream, on my YouTube stream, and I do not want any of you guys... Hold on, I got to drink some water. I got to stop hitting the vape before I go on the air because it dries out my throat. But uh, if you were watching my YouTube live stream last night, I talked about this. I don't want any of you guys to try to start stuff because that, that, that's what radio listeners love to do. 
Radio listeners, and trust me, I used to be one of them, but radio listeners love to start radio wars. And what I'm about to talk about, I'm sure some of you people will go and run to Bubba and be like, oh, Bubba, you know, Tuttle's talking crap about you. No, I'm, I'm not at all. I'm actually defending Bubba. I'm actually telling you that I feel bad for him. How he has gotten fucked over by so many people in the business. And I don't know, maybe, maybe this will ruin my chances of coming back. Who knows? But I'm going to voice my opinion on it. And if the rumors are true of what I'm hearing, Seth Cush left the Bubble Love Sponge show. He didn't, I don't even think he gave in his two weeks. Who knows? I mean, he could have done that behind the scenes. But I am hearing through the grapevine that he actually left to produce some of the Bubba Army Marks podcasts. And that that just does not sit well with me at all, if it is true. I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, that that's kind of disrespectful. You know, everybody thinks Seth left the bone on good terms. Not really. You know, I, I, I listened to that show that uh, Drew and him did where they were announcing. And everybody made it seem like it was cordial. But man, oh, man. And I don't want you to think like I'm talking to Drew or anything like that, but, I mean, just just listen to the way that Seth used to talk about Drew. He used to mother F him, and I've been guilty of the same exact thing. But why did you guys do that show going away, acting all cordial and stuff, and then Bubba, Bubba hires you. You worked at the station that he hated the most, and he hired you, and he hired your friend, Anna. And then you leave? Guys, do, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this before. I was working for Bubba at the time in the Billy Madison show. An amazing gig, amazing gig. But I got offered to be their producer. And yeah, I wanted to be loyal to Bubba, but I also couldn't leave my parents. I saw the the type of shape that they were in. Yeah, being in Tampa, I'm on the other side of the state, but I can at least drive. If I'm over in San Antonio, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to come over there. But did I take that job? No, I did not take that job. I called it from the beginning. This was uh, Bubba's show was nothing but a placeholder. And I feel bad for Bubba because I know that Bubba loved having Seth on the show. He did. Listen, I I listened to the show. I could tell Bubba had a great crew there and Seth left. And if it's true that he left to go produce a bunch of Mark's podcasts that are going to overpay because they don't know anything about cost or broadcasting, and and they think that Seth is like the know-all when it comes to radio. No, if I'm just being honest, if you wanted a, a, a great podcast coach, that's what Bubba should do. Bubba should become a podcast consultant because the man knows what works. He's polarizing. He's smart. He knows how to work. He knows what his audience wants. I've never seen a radio host more in touch 
with their audience than Bubba the Love Sponge. And this is this this is not a a a, a dig at Bubba. It really isn't. I really seriously feel bad for him. Look at Seth. I mean, not Seth, but Spice Boy. Bubba was upset. Genuinely upset, sad, and emotional when Spice Boy left. Look what that motherfucker did to Bubba. I didn't hear the show when Seth left uh, Bubba's show, but I'm hearing that Bubba got upset. Not upset like mad, but he got emotional. Because I, I genuinely do think that Bubba was having a great time. He had a great lineup. He was comfortable with those people. And this guy just just closed up shop. See ya, boss. I got hired by one of your listeners, one of your marks. And they're going to overpay me. Is that loyalty? No, I, I, I really don't think it is. And I'm sure that me talking about this is going to maybe ruin a chance of me coming back to Bubba's show, but so be it. This is, this is not a dick. This is actually me. This is me for one time actually standing up for Bubba. But I would like some more information. And I, I know that I'm ripping off this idea. Everybody loves Lummy Investigates. Maybe, maybe I need to do a Tuttle Investigate. And if you guys, you know, all the news stations, they have tip lines and stuff. If you have an inside Iggy or information, I, I, I speak the wrestling lingo from my time working with Bubba. But if you have any information inside Iggy's on who this person might be, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Because I, I really want to find out. And that's the thing about it, is that Bubba is really, really cool about it. I, from, from what I've heard, he doesn't want anybody talking bad about Seth. And that's why I said this will most likely ruin my chances. But this is me standing up for Bubba. Because in all actuality, I've been cool this time around. Bubba will, I hope Bubba would admit that, that the previous times that I've left, I've motherfucked him as much as I could. This time I have it. So what I'm trying to say is this is me because the guy did so much for me and I've seen consistently the people that fuck him over, that screw him over, when Bubba's kind enough to give him a job. Like, seriously. And, and please, don't, don't come at me and say, well, Bubba hired you from the bone. I was originally, I was on Bubba's show before the bone was even around. Well, that, that incarnation, I, I know I just butchered that word, but I think it was a classic rock station when I first started working with Bubba. And then they switched it over to 1025 The Bone FM Talk. So I didn't come from The Bone. I started out with Bubba before The Bone. That's my radio history. Ron and Fez, Monsters in the Morning, Drew Garabo, some on the Phillips file. Then I went to go work for Bubba, worked with Tom and Dan, worked with Drew Garabo again, 
Mike Calta. So what I'm trying to say is, don't come at me and say, well, you're just like Seth or Rob Gargiula or, or Anna. No, I, I never, I, I was with Bubba first. And I never have quit Bubba. Never have quit Bubba. I've been fired many a times, but I have never quit. So I think that should stand for something when it comes to loyalty. And I know that they always wanted to call me the mole. Those phone calls. I remember that day when the transcripts came out of all the people that were talking, like people that were at the bone, because they released Spice Boys phone records and everybody was talking. I, I knew exactly what was coming that day. Bubba was like, hey, come up here. I need you to read something. And I went and grabbed a piece of paper from him. And then I went back to my seat and he said, read this. And I, I, knew, I knew what he was doing beforehand. And I got made to look like I was one of the most unloyal people in the world. But it's not the case, people. I was working at the bone. I was the producer for Spice Boys. I was working with Calta. I was working with uh, Drew Garabo at the time. So, of course, they're going to be calling me. Doesn't say anywhere on those phone calls what was being talked about. It just shows that they called me. I was their producer. Of course, I was going to be talking to them. That kind of hurt a lot. But you know what, though? It was it was a work. Maybe it, maybe Bubba does believe that I had something to do with it, but I didn't. I actually went and talked to the cops. I told them exactly what I had seen and stuff. So, yes, say what you want. Even though I've motherfucked Bubba, I've been pretty loyal. I've never quit. I didn't take a pretty good radio gig. So what I'm trying to say is, please don't go to Bubba and say, oh, Tuttle is just talking so much shit about you. I'm not. This is me standing up for a guy that did a lot for my radio career. I don't know if I... If, if he'll take credit for that, because I'm at the Hobo Fish Camp, 2006 PT Cruiser, doing my show on an iPhone 8. Going to take a quick break. Got some great audio for you after the commercials. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail. Because you're kind of ignorant. Especially if you think he's being an asshole. No mega bitch! 
Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044. No, baby. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. If you get a second, go check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. One-stop shopping. I got so much stuff going on. So many social media platforms, sponsors, ways you can get a hold of me. And my whole show would be nothing but a plug fest. I'm a radio fan. And I know that you guys most likely, well, who knows? If you're a fan of the show, I hope you listen to the whole thing. I hope you don't fast forward through the commercials. I know that I need to freshen up some of the production. That's not on Josh Kell. That's on me. But what I'm trying to say is, listen to the whole thing. Go check out my sponsors' websites, anything like that. But go to Tuttle.net. You can find everything about me on that website. Now, I've told this story before. Yes, I've been to jail before. It, it, was, it was over the dumbest shit. My e-pass wasn't working. I just moved. I wasn't getting notified of the violations and then they suspended my license and then I got pulled over because I had a tag light out not even both tag lights one tag light was out okay so I ended up going to jail not well see there's a difference jail and prison jail is anything less than a year could be there for a couple of months but prison you if you're staying for over a year or get more than a year, you're going to prison. And that is my biggest fear in the world. I don't understand why people do things. Like, I could be a complete asshole. Have I done illegal things? Yes. But always in the back of my mind is, I don't want to go to prison. And this, this audio that I'm about to play for you is a prime example because Somebody like me would not do very well in jail. I would be holding somebody's pockets. And if you don't know what holding somebody's pockets is, you're basically their bitch. They, they put their pockets inside out, and you have to hold on to their pockets, and you have to follow them around, and they pass you around like, you're, like you are just their bitch to be able to just be their semen receptacle that's that's all you are you know i i remember shawshank redemption andy dufresne because listen i wouldn't go out like that trust me i'm gonna get the shit beat out of me in jail but i'm not going down without a fight and you know what looking at it in a great way if they beat the hell out of me and knock me out and they do rape me guess what at least i don't remember it might wake up a little sore, but yes, I would definitely be holding somebody's pocket. But this audio that I'm about to play for you is a guy that sexually, well, I mean, he raped this person in prison. And the way that he talks about the story, I mean, this guy is cold-blooded. Like, you, you can tell just by the way people talk about it, 
how they're just so nonchalant about it. Like, it wasn't even a big thing to rape this guy. Here, you know what? I, let's just get into the audio. I'm going to start and stop it a little bit. Now, I will admit the audio is not the best because I guess they, they're interviewing this guy in, like, the, the woodworking shop of the prison or something because there was a lot of background noise. So I did, a, did the best that I can to be able to clear up this audio, and you will be able to understand it. Just go ahead and tell me what, uh, what took place tonight. Hey, he started pestering me about listen in no way am i making light of this situation at all but if you didn't understand what that guy said his cellmate was pestering him to let him suck his dick that i mean in a regular relationship that sounds like foreplay to me the guy that he raped was begging him to let him suck his dick. Sounds like foreplay to me. And I kept telling him no. He just kept doing it and kept doing it. I got up on my bed and lay down. Okay, am I the only one that thinks that this sounds like just a regular, average, everyday relationship? Because it sounds like the raper is playing hard to get. And the rapee is just like, I need it, I need it, I need to suck your dick. I mean... I, I've never been in that situation when I was married or in a relationship where the girl was just like, I need it. I need your penis in my mouth. No, but like I said, it sounds like the raper is just playing hard to get. Like he didn't want to just come on too strong. He just kept saying it. Finally, I just got pissed off. What, what was he saying to you exactly? Who knows what really happened in this situation? And once again, I am in no way, even though that these guys did probably horrible things to get where they're at, to be in prison, but I don't think anybody deserves to be raped or violated like that. I've talked to this. I, I'm, I, I'm a part of childhood trauma. and. I'm not making light of this situation, but it almost seems like this guy, the one that's wanting to do the sucking, is kicking it out wide. Like, he's kicking it out wide. Like, he's just pestering the guy. Let me suck it. Let me suck it. Let me suck it. When you're in a cell with somebody and you can't go anywhere, goddamn, maybe, maybe he didn't want his dick sucked today. And he just got fed up with it. Like I said, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what kind of day this guy had. And he just did not want to get pestered and have his penis. Uh, he didn't want oral. Finally, I just got fed up with it. I jumped down. I slapped him. He cowered. Where, where did you slap him? Just wasn't really that hard. It was just across the face. Um, All right. I was mistaken, people. I really was mistaken. At the beginning, when I was setting this up, I said, hey, the audio is not that great. Maybe they're in like the workshop or the place that they make the license plates at. But no, they are in, and I know that familiar sound. I do laundry for my parents that are in their 70s, and they leave shit in their pockets all the time. And when I go to unload the laundry... You can hear that familiar sound of just objects bouncing around, hitting, just swirling around in the washing machine or the dryer. 
they are doing this goddamn interview in the laundry area of this prison. Did you say anything to him when you hit him? No, I just said, I just got jumped down, I slapped him. He cowered, got on his bed. I tied him up and I said, oh, now you, you don't want to suck my dick, but guess what? I'm taking that ass. You know what? Fuck all those other scared straight shows, uh, 28 Days In. Whatever it is, that, that one where they put somebody in the inside. I mean, it's not really, really real. I mean, you guys know that, right? Like, if they put a normal citizen in a prison, they're not going to let him get shanked. They're not going to let him get raped. So you're not getting the full thing of it. And those scared straight things where they bring the kids in and they get the big, humongous black guy to start yelling at him. I remember this one where... This black guy pulled out a packet of Kool-Aid because, you know, you don't get lipstick in jail. He was like, wet your finger down. Wet your finger down because you're my bitch. And they take the Kool-Aid and, and they use it kind of like lipstick. That statement alone that he just said, this one right here, should, should keep everybody out of prison because I'm telling you, I don't want this. And I'm going to post this up on my social media because you got to see the visual of this guy. You can just look at people, the way that they're talking, very monotone. Uh, he wanted to suck my dick. Okay, you wanted to suck my dick. I'm going to take that ass. You don't want to suck my dick, but guess what? I'm taking that ass. So the next time... Maybe you're at a bar and you're drinking a little too much and you're like, oh, I'm fine to drive home. And then you end up hitting and killing somebody. DUI, vehicular manslaughter. This statement, they should play this, you know, like whenever you open up a door of a bar or a, a convenience store and it goes ding dong. Every time a drunk person leaves a bar, they should just... When they open up the door, this clip should play. You don't want to suck my dick, but guess what? I'm taking that ass. You know, the next time maybe you uh, run into a Mexican cartel, they get something on you and they want you to be their drug mule like Clint Eastwood in the movie, The Mule. This audio should just be playing. It should be in your head. This should be embedded in your conscience. You don't want to suck my dick, but guess what? I'm taking that ass. How, how did you tie him up? I tied him, tied his feet up. With what? I tied it with some uh, sheet string. I tied like, like torn sheet? Yeah. He's torn sheet. I gagged him. I told him, I said, if you say anything, I will beat you senseless. He just shook his head with what, what did you gag with? Uh, a piece of if you've been a supporter of mine for any time at all, even for a little bit, you guys know that I tried to commit suicide and I spent 10 days in a psychiatric ward. Prisoners get treated better than people in psych wards. I mean, they, they don't do anything to help you in those psych wards. You know, the only reason I'm talking about this is because the guy was like, oh, I tied him up with uh, some torn bed sheets. Hey, guess what? When you're in a psych ward, you can't get your bed sheets off of the bed to be able to, to, be, to even hang yourself with them, which 
That's how I tried to do it. That shit is nailed down to the bed. Not not the top part, but the bottom part, you cannot get your sheet off of it. Like, they don't give you anything. Their only job is to think of ways that you maybe can kill yourself and they try to stop you. Like Colton. Colton brought me a pair of uh, basketball shorts and they, they cut out the elastic in the basketball short. So what I'm trying to say is, like, these goddamn prisoners, the ones that are breaking the real laws, they get more of the uh, creature comforts than the crazy people in a psychiatric ward. Then I tied a piece of torn shirt around his head so he stood in the gagging stand. Then I tied his hands around his back, and that's when I commenced to take him. Listen, guys, I know that I'm going to sound like a broken record, but let's reset this a little bit, okay? Let, let's honestly reset this and i want to say i am in no way making light of any of this stuff i'm just trying to say i'm just trying to figure where this all went sideways rape is horrible no matter what it is man on man man on woman woman on woman but let's let's reset this this all started because his cellmate was just begging it. He had a hungry mouth. He wanted to suck this guy's dick. And the other guy was just not having it. Maybe he just didn't feel like it. Maybe he was playing hard to get. And the guy just would not stop. Let me suck it. Let me suck it. Let me suck it. And when you're in a little cell like that and you cannot get away... Guess what? Yes. So the guy kind of was the dominant. He was the bull. And the, the whole tying up thing. Yeah, I mean, that's wrong. But how is that any different than role playing in every single day life interaction? BDSM. People are into it. People are into being dominated. Some like being the sub. Some like being the dom. And maybe this was maybe this was just sex games. But the way that the guy is describing this, it is just it, it it's so cold. And it, it's calculated. The guy has dead eyes. And I'm gonna post this video. On my social media, twitter.com slash Tuttle, facebook.com slash Tuttle, instagram.com slash Tuttle, anything Tuttle, just search Tuttle. Because you got to see this guy. It's like, this was like washing his hands. This was like going and taking a piss or just breathing. Talking about raping this poor dude and... But the way that it gets set, set up, may, I, I don't know, this, it, it sounds like role-playing to me. And tell me about that, how that, how that go down. When I penetrated, he, he tried to scream behind the, under the uh, gag. But I told him, I said, if you, you say anything, I will beat you half senseless. And after that, he didn't, he didn't scream. Just to give you a little inside information, when I record this podcast, it is on an iPhone 8. So when I'm listening to the playback, because I hate putting headphones in and off, 
uh, and and I'm trying to kind of save my hearing a little bit, but I am a big stickler when it comes to audio. But that change rolling around in the dryer in the background, it's the only goddamn thing that I can hear. So I, I would like to hear from you. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast on like a Bluetooth speaker or in your car stereo, like I, 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 I'm just interested. I would, I would love to hear your feedback. Is the audio okay? Can you understand this guy? Because that's all I can hear now is that change just, just rolling around in that motherfucking dryer. Do you have any type of weapon or Hold the phone. This guy, did he just ask, did he ejaculate inside of you? Because if you didn't know what this interview was about, you would swear up and down that this was an interview that you were hearing on Sirius Satellite Radio with Howard motherfucking Stern. And I've worked with some of the great interviewers. I actually consider myself to be a great interviewer. And this guy right now, I don't even know what he does, but give him a radio job right now. It doesn't even have to be hosting a show. Just let him be a a journalist or something because this guy is asking questions like this. Did you ejaculate inside? Guys, listen. I know that this guy is just doing his job. He's asking as many questions as he can because that's what he's supposed to do. He's He's supposed to get as detailed as possible. When it comes to questioning, because you need to know every single thing. One of the first guys I worked with, Ron Bennington, he said, you're the artist for the audience. The airwaves is your palette, and you have to paint the picture. You cannot give enough details. But I, is it just me? Like, seriously, this sounds exactly like a shock jock interview. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm hating on Howard Stern, but back in the day, his his interviews were the best. Like he would ask the most uncomfortable questions, but now he's had to evolve. Do you really think he could have gotten Hillary Clinton on his show if she would have known like if if they if, if he was going to bring up the uh the bill getting a blowjob by Monica and stuff? Or ask her, you know, just like, how is Bill in bed? No. But goddamn, give this guy a job immediately because he is an amazing interviewer. Yes, I did. Ejaculate on him. Hey, it was dark. I could, when I pulled out, I probably still going on, on to him, but do you know I ejaculated on Saturday? Not trying to shock jock here, but I'm telling you right now, if Sirius signed on, with this interviewer, where it was nothing about just interviews of prison rapes or, or shankings or beatings, whatever it may be, I would, I would, you could not get me to sign up for Sirius quickly enough. And I, and guys, the reason I'm playing this audio, like I told you before, one of my biggest fears is going to prison. 
people like me would do would not do well in prison. So what I'm trying to say is I'm playing this for you because this is real deal holy field type shit. Why would anybody do anything stupid when stuff like this happens? A guy that is just monotone, a sociopath, has absolutely no feelings at all, even though I still think this whole scenario was kind of like a, a foreplay deal. Like, let me suck you, let me suck you. No, I don't want it, I'm playing hard to get. Oh, so you really want it? I don't want it. I'm going to tie you up, I'm going to enter you, penetrate you, and then this guy's talking about, what with the interviewer's like, did you ejaculate in him? Did you ejaculate on him? But I said, sign me up all day. Gonna take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, Visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, last segment of the day. Now, I've been asking you guys, there's a couple of ways you can help. Subscribe to my content. Tell your friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, whoever it may be, or if you want to help me out financially, I don't want you to thank that I'm going to use the money that you donate to me, to my PayPal, is like, fuck you money. No, it's not. What I'm trying to say is all the money that you donate to my PayPal account is going to go back into just getting better equipment. I told you about my idea of the mobile podcast studio, and I've already got people that have left voicemails, emails that are interested as hell about being a part of the Tuttle Daily Podcast mobile studio. If you'd like to donate, I don't even care if it's a dollar, any amount of money, I write every single person back personally thanking them. Go to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Even if it's a dollar, I don't give a damn. Every little bit helps. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Now, I'm going to finish up with this little piece of audio. I know a lot of people uh, hate Barack Obama. I also know a lot of people that think Barack Obama is the greatest president that we have had as of late. My particular favorite president is Bill Clinton. I mean, the guy is the greatest public speaker. 
that we have ever had as a president. Everybody says Obama is, but Clinton would blow Obama out of the water. But this audio came out about Barack Obama breaking somebody's nose when he was younger because he was called the word coon. Now, I'm not trying, I'm not saying coon to be shocking, but I really don't know. I've lived in the South all my life, and I don't get the correlation of why calling a black person the word coon. I know it's offensive. If it offends somebody, then it's offensive. But where did that come from? Because I got to tell you, even raccoons, they will fuck up your day if you mess with them, especially, especially the rabid ones. But they, they are just so cool looking. But who was it? Was it like some guy in, in the Appalachian Mountains? Hey, man, brother, cousin, whatever you may be, uh, we're all related. We're all fucking each other anyways. Uh, what can we call black people? And the only thing I can think of is that there was a raccoon running across the front yard because a lot of these racists are so dumb. They look at that. Hey, look at that raccoon. All right. I figured it out. Let's call black people coon. Well, Barack Obama, he wasn't going to put up with that. And he threw hands when somebody on his basketball team called him a coon. It's the same thing happened yeah. to me. Listen, when I was in school, I had a friend. We played basketball together. And one time we got in a fight, and he called me a coon. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, ain't no coons in Hawaii, <laughs> right? So, Look, it's common knowledge. We all know Hawaii is an island. But is that true? Are there no raccoons in Hawaii? You can't tell me... Like, for example, there are Burmese pythons running wild down in the Everglades right now, but how did they get there? So you're telling me that nobody has snuck a raccoon into Hawaii and then they started breeding and the population exploded. I would, I, I would love to hear from you. I want your feedback. Email me, Tuttle, at gmail.com, or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Two things I want to know. Are there no raccoons in Hawaii? And number two, why, who, or when did it start that the word coon was racist for black people? Because it is. It is. I am not defending it in any way. I'm just interested in why. What is the correlation there? And I should know because I am a Florida cracker. I've lived here all my life. And I just don't know the story behind it. It, it, You know, it's one of those things where he might not even know what a coon was. What he knew was I can hurt you by saying this. And I remember... I popped him in the face and broke his nose. I've always been one of those people that can separate the art from the artist. I in no no way supported the opinions of Rush Limbaugh, but I can tell you, I thought he was a hell of a hand. He was an amazing broadcaster. It was him and Stern. 
Those were the two big dogs in town. I wish Rush was still alive because this Rush would be blowing his lid. Oh my God, Barack Obama resulted to violence. And then he would probably bring up a fact that, oh, Rush, uh, uh, Barack Obama is so skinny, anybody could take him. No, Rush, you probably haven't been into a lot of fights, but the wiry ones, the ones that are skinny and muscular, like, for example, in the movie Snatch, Brad Pitt, he was wiry, and he was just knocking motherfuckers out. And, and we were in the locker room. Well done. And suddenly, blood's <laughs> pouring down, and it was just reactive. I just, yeah. I said, what? And I popped him. And he said, why'd you do that? <laughs> okay, there are two scenarios where I'm rolling with Barack Obama. One being... If we're doing like a pickup, we're hustling basketball like white men can't jump. Barack has skills. The guy can shoot a J like nobody's business. And number two, if I got to pick a president to go into battle with, I'm picking Obama because it seems like Obama threw those hands. Like I said, those lanky people you got to look out for because they can get that thing swinging. Think about it. All of the great pitchers in Major League Baseball that get that velocity are lanky. They're, they're, they're flexible. They are like a rubber band. And I can only imagine what it would be like getting hit by one Barack Obama. Guys, hope you enjoyed today's show. I got to get out of here. My producer, Vulture, has got a lot of interviews lined up that are going to be hot and fresh heading your way. want to thank all of you guys for supporting me. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you're being safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out VaporShades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents... Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?